This is episode 222. Nice G, nerd. This, this episode carefully crafted by an AI intelligence for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, this episode has been made by AI and all the others haven't, like, what does that say? Yeah, everybody <laughs> buckle up uh, because the next hour of your life is going to be filled listening to slash watching something that was created by an AI because we typed <laughs> two guys talking about guitars and other shit into it and then said yeah. print. So it's the tone control. Sorry, I just like smacked my headphone cord and had that thing where like, you know, or it, it pulls on your head. While it's, geez, that's that's a moment. You notice like your belt loop never gets stuck on a doorknob when you're having a good day. Wow, <laughs> causality. What is that about? Causality. I'm gonna am take I take right? it up? I'm gonna take it up with big belt loop. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe your belt loop is too big. It's getting caught on stuff. I don't have lever doorknobs in this house, but my parents do, and I always get snagged on them at their house. Yeah. So, bitches. It's it's so like the headphone thing is like the equivalent of like your belt loop getting stuck on a doorknob. Okay, that's all. Hey everybody, welcome to the tone hey. control. Uh, <laughs> what? You, uh. Eric says we got to take it up with Big Gene. <laughs> not even jeans, just the one. What's a singular gene? Big yeah. gene. Um, <laughs> Derek, it's been a hell of a two weeks. Now, yeah, I don't, I don't have a teensy tiny baby to take care of or anything. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you guys want a little I, desk I, tour? I feel, right now? I feel weird about complaining about this, and so I really want to let you go first. <laughs> okay. Um, well, things are going well. Jack is doing great. Oh, He's six weeks old now. So like. Uh, we're just, you know, dealing with like the the baby things that are just things that you deal with when you have a baby. And um, I think I had mentioned this uh, mentioned this when we were expecting. I was just like going into this knowing it's going to be the hardest thing I'll ever do, and that was it. Like that was my preparation. Just kind of like this will be the most consistently hard thing I'm going to deal with for a really long time. So just yeah, got to surrender to that, and everything will be fine. And that's working really well. So it's on my desk attitude. today. It's the only attitude I can have because otherwise I would yeah. uh, give in to panic and freak out and all that kind of stuff, and it's just not worth it. So yeah, just got to take it a day at a time. Getting the Groundhog Day feels right now, of course. Like every day, it's like, oh, okay, we're doing it again. Here's the whole routine and all the stuff, right. and like, yeah, okay. And where's my stuff fit into that? And with work and podcast and uh, just like in school and, and other things and friends and family and all that. So anyway, here's what's going on on my desk today. Podcast setup over here, work setup over there, and then over here in the corner is a pacifier, a book about baby sleep, and a burp cloth. <laughs> so that's kind of how I'm coming in right now. Yeah, every it's all within reach, right? Yeah, it's just like yeah. I mean, I'm, this book is called The Happy Sleeper. Anybody with a with a baby, I would recommend it. It's uh, kind of just like a reference book. You throw in like, oh, I need I need you know five months to two years. Boom, right there. 
Oh, you need you need zero to four months. Boom. You don't need to read the whole thing. Just read the part you're in. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about parenting books. Like you have a whole bunch and it feels like you got to read all this stuff to know what you're doing. You don't. Right. Just read the part that you're in. Yeah. Maybe the next part. We had we had one and it wasn't that one exactly, but it was something like that too, where you could be like, okay, now we get to this point. Like, I think it was sort of like, it was like a dual system, right? There was one s- sort of phase of the book that was like, more book-like and less reference-like, yeah. right? That was sort of taking you through all the things. But then later it was like reorganized. So now here's the breakdown. Here's the, you're this week's, you're this week's, you're this month's, yeah. et cetera. And it's the same info, right? But that's really, really helpful. <laughs> really helpful. Yeah, and it's been going pretty well. Um, you know, he's still eating every three hours. So he's eating like eight times a day, yeah. eight or nine times a day. So that's that includes all night as well right. for the uninitiated. So lots of, you know, disrupted sleep, but that's getting faster. So like each feeding is getting faster. It used to take like an hour to get everything yeah. going and like, what are we doing? And then you're then, getting better you know, at it. The, He's getting better at it. Everything's yes, better. Yes. Yeah. And when you're at, when you hit six weeks, like they just start to, they enter this zone of being able to like detect patterns and stuff. So like yeah. we can start things like, Sleep training, and we can yeah. start things like bedtimes a little more easily, and all that. So you add it's a good. bunch it's of good. except right. You you construct a little bit of a routine just for the sake of it, and then pretty soon, mm-hmm. oh, whenever we get this out, he starts yawning. Right, right, and, and you start to notice him, like yeah, oh, like he's he's looking tired. I got to deal with this now before it's too late, right? Because at first it's like you're you're learning his signs and stuff, yeah. And, it's like, I oh, just went from totally fine to freaking out. And, you know, because you, you don't think about it. I yawn all freaking day. Most adults do. But <laughs> right. you never think, oh, I should go to, go to sleep now. But babies do. You gotta, yeah. They got to go to actual sleep. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah, it's going good. That's pretty, it's that's going good. I'm also in my, thanks. I'm in week two of 10 of my final graduate class and coming in hot. Yep. But it's good. You know, when I'm done with this, I'm going to feel like I'm just going to watch all the TV, watch all the movies that I've been missing and all that shit. Cause like, uh-huh. I don't know. I, I, we don't watch a lot of TV as it is because a lot of my nights I'm up here. If I'm not podcasting, I'm doing homework. So, right. Yeah. I watch like one show, have dinner, and then it's That's just like your break. All night. And then, so, right. You're sort of back at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, and so, just going to like binge a bunch of TV. Yep. Yep. It actually, the term ends. The day after my birthday, so that's exciting. Sweet, everything, everything happening. <laughs> <laughs> the Legos are clicking together. <laughs> yeah, right. What a way to end my early thirties. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. So anyway, what's going on with you? I know you have like a shitstorm going so, on over there, but I don't know any of the details. When we last left our heroes, when I was last on this show, I think I said, "Tomorrow, as we record, uh, we're getting new floors installed." So, um, don't get me wrong. The installers came to the house, but first there was like a misunderstanding about the contract. They, they apparently thought they were going to lay their floor on top of our existing floor. What's your existing floor? So the existing floor was a kind of like a cheapy laminate. And then in, in the living room, there was carpet. But it's it's all sort of one room, but there was a piece of it that was carpeted. Yeah. We wanted the whole thing pulled right, up okay. and new, like a nice vinyl plank to to be put in, yeah. like a true waterproof vinyl plank. And 
So we got there and he was like, well, we're just going over the top of this. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. That is not what I thought was happening. And then I realized a couple of things that he said about, oh, we're, he had he had there to, to put down new subfloor boards. And I was like, why is he saying that? Like, okay, whatever. Mm. I don't care. That was because the part that was carpet, he thought he was going to raise up to be the same height as the rest of the floor. Oh, And he was like, oh, hold on. Okay, we need to go back over this. So he's like, okay, in that case, we're going to demo the whole thing, we, but I need to rewrite the contract a little bit. So, okay, right. let's do this. We can come back tomorrow. Like, let's work this out. So he takes, so we we, we subtract the, I don't know, the labor becomes a little different because they have to, demo everything else out that they didn't think they they thought they were just leaving anyway but the but they don't do the subfloor thing so they come back the next day okay now we're taking it all out so they start they start in in sort of one side of the house they start going and they get a little ways into it and then they call me in and they've discovered hmm. that there's a high spot in the floor there's like this one joist running See, across the middle of the room as a homeowner, <laughs> this is the kind of shit that like truly s- sends me up the wall. Like yeah. that, you you open a cabinet and it's like moldy or like whatever. Right. It is. The homeowner stuff where you are the only person responsible for dealing with it. Yeah, and and the thing is, like our house is pretty new. It's like less than five years old, right? Mm-hmm. This is it, it's crazy. So so the floor is kind of high. In this, but just in this one joist, and apparently our old floor sort of ate that because it was thicker and had sort of made out of particle board, and it was didn't have the, it had a lot of rigidity and 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 the the flooring guys are like we can't install because it's going to make the seams buckle right. This new mm-hmm. floor is a much much more flexible. It's thinner. And so they have. It'll be yeah. It'll be. You'll see it. it won't work. It it will like come apart. Yeah, that like too. they can't warranty it. You know what I mean? It won't be installed right. And I'm like, fuck. Uh, what you know? What do you want us to do? Well, shit. Well, I guess I have to fix that. I guess I'm going to talk to my builder because the house is so young. How could this possibly be reasonable, right, for a house this young? Yeah. And. So I start going on like a contract. I, I'm like, I'll I'll talk to them. I'll see what they say. And in the meantime, um, what do you, what do I want you guys to do? Well, keep going because what if you find more problems? So basically, we decide you got to okay. keep going, demo out the rest of the floor because he was basically doing it like section at a time. He was going to pull up the floor, put down the new floor, and just work his way across that way, right? Because that's easier with moving furniture. So I tell him, take everything out. If you get to a point where you're good and that was the only problem, then you can start at the other end of the house and see how far you get. And then we'll have somebody fix this and then you can finish it. Mm-hmm. Well, good, he goes, through, idea. he yeah. finds like four other high joists. Oh, fuck. So he basically demos <clears throat> the whole okay. floor, shows me the spots and he's like shrug and takes off. And so then I'm, I'm on my own. So I, I call my builder. The builder is like, you're out of your warranty. You're on your own. And I'm like, okay, okay fuck you, Even I though guess. For like, but like, yeah, because they're telling me this is crazy and they've never seen this before. So I start calling every contractor in in the yellow pages, you know, in Google. Like we <laughs> sure? literally, yeah. we spent like a day and a half, the two of us, like tag teaming, calling every contractor, and you know, got a lot of calls back. Everybody I actually spoke to, and like the two people who actually came out to see it over the next few days were very alarmist 
they were flabbergasted by it. They were like, I've never seen this. I can't believe a house this young would have movement already. Like, sure, wood moves, houses settle, but this is crazy. Everybody tells me it's crazy and it's going to be super expensive and time-consuming to fix. Uh, so I have a question. Yeah. Was it actually movement or was it constructed incorrectly? Well, so that's... Or did it move because it was constructed incorrectly? There, There's the question, Unknown. right? Everybody's okay. being really alarmist and I... I don't know, right? I don't know anything about this. I'm trying to like listen to the advice of contractors. Everybody's telling me this is crazy. I start getting advice that I need to talk to a structural engineer and a lawyer because my builder should be fixing this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck, great, great, great. So then I start looking for that. And then as we start going down this line, it's like we're going to pay a structural engineer several hundred dollars to create a report that is like, that is like an official report from a structural engineer that says, this is mm -hmm. why the problem happened, whatever they end up deciding. This is why it happened. This is when it moved a long time ago. It moved only recently. This is reasonable or it was constructed incorrectly. My builder is still telling me, and basically I say to them, like, look, I'm being advised to get a lawyer. Are you really sure you don't want to come out and look at this for me? You know, because I'm not yeah. to threaten you, but like, this is the last time you're going to hear from me. And probably the next time is going to be from a lawyer kind of thing. Right. And right. he talks to me some more. I send him pictures of like the level teeter tottering over the joists. And he's like, it's normal movement, man. Sorry, I'm not going to help you. So my builder's saying, this is not my fault, it's normal, and you need to fix it. Every other person I talk to says, your builder should be fixing this. This was built wrong from the start. There's no way it should have moved this much. What the fuck am I supposed to do, right? So I'm yeah. like looking up the structural engineer stuff. Meanwhile, my flooring company, who is like trying to help me, right, and trying to get this job yeah. off their books, frankly, because they're, they're of in course, standstill yeah, they're trying, on it. yeah. They're like, we don't do this, but they call around. They find somebody that somebody knows who's like a handyman. <laughs> and he's like, I don't think this is that big a deal. I think I can fix oh, this interesting. in like a day. And he offers me a price that is like, like a quarter to a half of what everybody else is estimating to fix it. I mean, let her rip, Tater And then Marielle's upstairs. She's like talking to the structural engineer people and they tell her, look, it's going to cost like six or $700 to write this report. And there's no guarantee they're going to find something that is legally actionable against your builder. It's going to, you know, of course, who yeah. knows what they're going to say. And even if they do say it's the builder's fault, they're not obligated to turn up in court for me. Mm -hmm. Right. So I start going, are we making a mistake? Like, are we should we just have their guy like do the, it's, it's a quick and dirty fix, but it's going to get it done and get the floors down, you know? And then I'm like, I don't know why I didn't do this before. I look up online. How do you fix a high floor joist mm. on YouTube? Yeah. Well, there's a fuckload of videos on YouTube and there's people doing it by themselves. There's a way to do it. If you can get at the joist underneath, there's a way you can get in there and do it. And it's not that big a deal. They don't even have to disturb a sitting floor. And then there's another guy who's redoing a bathroom. He pulls up the floor. He discovers it's too uneven to put down floorboards, just like me. And he mm. just cuts it open, shaves down the joist, puts new floor subfloor down. He just does it on a Bullshit. YouTube video. I mean, Not a big deal to them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. cut it open and fix it and put it back together doesn't seem like the craziest idea when you say it like that, but also right. just like... But I don't know this yeah. ahead of time, right? So Of course, because why would you? Because you don't build houses. Right, but I look at this YouTube video and I'm like, 
you know, I don't have a belt sander, but like a circular saw one. and a belt <laughs> sander is all this guy used. Yeah. I can do this. You know what I mean? And my time is, yeah. I'm worth more here and I should get a handyman to do it kind of thing. Even honestly, like even if the handyman mm. does that, I would totally pay a guy to just do that. That's what, yeah. Right? Like it's, yeah. So, yeah. so we decide, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to have our flooring company's handyman person do this fix for cheap. He came in, so 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 after moving and starting and rewinding and all this stuff for like a fucking week and a half and having no floors, by the way, we're walking around in shoes and there's dust everywhere. I'm cleaning off my mm. stove and countertops three times a day. My dogs, by the way, I'm going to give them Ugh. a bath tomorrow, but they are dusty as hell because they have poor things. <laughs> Those old dusty dogs. Oh, they're just dusty dogs. They're behind me now because Marielle's at class. That's the other thing. Marielle started school this past right. week. So her first week of school is not the way she wanted it to be. Her first week of uh, her, ne- her her yet another graduate degree is not the way she wanted. She's totally out of control and her house is not settled. Yeah. So we get the- Well, like one of the things, like when you do something crazy, like start school, like she's doing. Yeah. You need everything else in your life right. to be like extra sturdy so you can yeah. rely on it because you've disrupted something like she doesn't she doesn't right. work anymore. She's a student now. So uh, okay. So on Thursday, the guy does the fix. Um, it was a noisy day, but he took care of it. Um, and then today, today, Monday, they installed my floors. Oh, fuck yeah. They look great. Where's my bell? Here's here's Victory the thing. Bell. Here's the thing. Uh, sort of side story to this story because that's not the only fucking thing. Oh my god! Because Friday, Friday last uh, a week ago. So this is after our floors have been out for uh, four days. Our floors have been missing. Friday morning, Aria wakes up, oh, throwing yeah. up. She has a stomach bug. She gets over it in like eighteen hours. Okay, and she's like, okay, over the weekend, she starts to get her appetite back, and then. Marielle gets it right before she uh, right, starts her fucking yeah, classes. Yeah, on the, on the brink of going back to school. So she seriously is oh. like dealing with a stomach bug and like, let's see, how much do you describe about someone else's stomach bug on your podcast? No, no, I, I think you, you got it. Like we know, <laughs> anyway, like say no more. Stuff's going yeah. on and she's going to class anyway, right? Jesus, what a trip. And that's been going on. She's like today starting to have like a normal appetite again. This is week two we just did. Fuck. Yeah, we, we've all had those. We don't need to say anything yeah. about the stomach bugs. You just say that and you're like, got oh, it. Oh, and I didn't I didn't get it. Like I feel sort of bad, but um, but I guess I'm invincible. Uh, because I didn't do anything special. You're lucky. I just yeah, I just lucked out. Maybe I was exposed to it already before or something. I'm trying to open a goddamn now. I can't even open this can. Do the trick I told you. Push down on the middle. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Hey, man, that sucks. So, shit. See, like, like I have a baby, and that's hard and stuff. But like, that <laughs> if I had that going on in my house, I would have to take a week off of work, right? Like, I would not be able to cope with anything else. Just mentally, <laughs> the admin of all that kind of shit would yeah. drive me up the wall. I was a little unproductive, um, but it, it fell at an okay time. Like I, I wasn't overloaded with work this this past uh, couple of weeks, and that was mm-hmm. it was a good time to be over, to be not overworked. Um, but boy, it's so now I've I mean I've got some more. We we basically clear the knickknacks, and they they move the yeah. furniture around as they're moving around. You know, I didn't have to like move out of my house or anything. Um, so now I've got to 
just kind of re knickknack my whole thing and kind of do mm-hmm. it a bit more cleaning. Redecorate. I did, I did a bunch of vacuuming this afternoon. Like now that there isn't going to be continued dust, change my house's uh, HVAC filter because <laughs> I'm Good sure idea. it's fucking devastated. <laughs> it's just shredded. Uh, it's just, hey, man. Just a solid wall <laughs> instead of a filter. <laughs> um, so that's Jeez. why we have, that's why we, there's basically no show notes. Yeah, so that's why we've been talking for 20 minutes. Let's cue the music. No, let's let's not. (laughs) We got some stuff. Yeah. All right. So we're going to, let's get into some actual podcast business. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit PedalGenie.com and start your wish list today. It's my favorite favorite (sighs) song. So my my understanding is a fucking great guitar has entered the chat. Yeah, dude. Check it out. I got the shirt. Novo. I don't know if that's Novo guitars. That's the right accent for Novo. Got the, got the keychain. They sent me a keychain. Awesome. They sent me fucking pins. Novo pins. Fucking sticker, which I have no idea where to put. You're being called a show. And I'm just saying, hey, fuck it. You know what? I don't care. I paid a lot of money for this guitar, and I waited fucking 15 months for it. I'm going to talk about it all I want. You know, that is the opposite of a shill, though. You paid a fuckload of money in order to advertise their guitar on a podcast. (laughs) No, I'll I'll advertise the shit out of Novo. It's it's the greatest. So here it is. This is my Saris J. I'm trying to get it out of the way of the microphone here. Oh, Um, you went one frame per second just as you dug it out. Oh, you're fine. Beautiful. So it's an offset... um, Sort of jazz master inspired guitar from Dennis Fano and the team at Novo. And uh, it's candy apple red. It has a five ply black pickguard, two P90s, two Fralin P90s, a mastery bridge and trim, uh, chrome control plate with witch hat knobs. Um, for the for those playing along in the car listening, uh, not on the YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, and we showed stainless steel frets. P- pictures of um, that of that um, the wood surface was shown last episode, but because it's just because yes. it's not, it doesn't show up super clear in the video sometimes. But yeah, that's that's super yes. cool, like deep grain pine thing. Right. So it's a tempered pine body with a tempered maple neck. Uh, I got a chunky C profile on the neck. Um, and I got a flame maple neck too. I don't know if this will really. This probably isn't going to do anything for us here, um, but you'll just have to believe me that it's flame maple. I think I can kind of see it. I can almost see the flames. Yeah, there's, there's a little bit of motion in it. Like yeah. up at the headstock there. Um, and then the middle portion in here is unfinished, so it is smooth and slippery, but and oiled wonderful. and stuff, right? Like it's not going to get all Correct. nasty. Yeah. yeah. Right. So stainless steel frets, big blocks, and uh, like block big block inlays. Uh, perloid block inlays and binding on the neck and so, so all of them bells and whistles. It's so great, dude. So like it's it's big. Let me back up a little bit. It's like a large guitar. They are, you know. Yeah. Like a feller does. It's a big mamma jamma, but so are jazz masters. Yeah. Um and the mastery trem and stuff is like wicked. Every guitar that has a, a like a J style tremolo should have or vibrato should have a mastery. Play through the rev. Play it through the rev. Play through the rev like always. It feels great. So like I got the chunky, uh, the chunky neck profile. I'm really glad I did. It's not overly big. It's not like a big vintage Fender baseball bat style thing. But the guitar um, is big too, like you were saying. So you, yeah. you, you need the, the counterbalance, right? 
Right, and considering the size of this guitar, it still weighs under seven pounds. Yee. So, weighs less than my Strat, you know. Weighs less than your kid. It does. So, um, if I were to be critical of it, the pots are really stiff and like hard to move quickly with your pinky. Like on a <laughs> like on my strat, like I can yeah. reach because you can reach it like a telly. Yeah, but they're really firm, so it's a little bit tricky to move them. And when it arrived, the B string was a little bit low, and that's it. But really, like that's kind of worked <laughs> itself out. Settled but it, in, it yeah. shipped from Nashville, yeah. So like it's just right in the weather these days. You can't you can't imagine it's yeah. gonna have a nice time shipping, right? No, no. It's a variety so, of tones you're you're getting out of there. I'm I'm hearing you switch yeah. and see the massive difference in tone from the different pickup selections. Yep. So that it sounds like, so sounds my, like um, bridge is really hot, huh? It is pretty hot. This is my first guitar with P90s, actually. Um, is it probably just closer? Probably the bridge pickup's closer the, to the, the strings. pickup is, it is, higher. yeah, the pickup is higher. Yeah. That's, the, that's, the, that's how you get that analog hot pickup. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not unbalanced. Like you, it's not like the neck pickup's too quiet. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's your that's your amp is doing that too, you know, because because you're getting um you're getting the crunch yeah. on the neck on the uh, the bridge pickup. Yeah, that's pretty great. It's awesome. I like um, that. I love variety. it. I think you would really like these guitars. Mm-hmm. Just knowing what I know about you and guitars. Yeah. Um, it's big. It's not heavy. It doesn't neck dive. Yeah. Which is crazy because yeah. it's like all you can when you pick it up, you can tell all the weight is in the neck. Yeah, the body is just sort of not there. But the pegs are in the right place, I guess. Yeah, like it all feels good. It doesn't yeah. balance, or sorry, it doesn't dive. It balances really well. It's just the friggin' coolest. Yeah, is it is it weight relief? Without the pickguard nope. on it, there's no weight relief in there. I mean, they chamber well, it no, for I mean, three pickups, like, but that's it, right? It's yeah, it's cut for three pickups, but that's it. I mean, this is just it's just top pickguard mounted, so there's no they can't weight relieve it in here. Yeah, it's just a solid body, you know. Um, it is relict, just very, very, very lightly. Here's the back, if anybody cares. There's a tummy cut. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's got I got the. Um, Sorry, I got the light relicking, so there's a few nicks and dings, but really from a distance you can't tell. Yeah. Um, That's cute. I've been playing it kind of nonstop. It's it's really great. Really great. Who's disappointed? Doug is disappointed Doug, that it's Doug, relic. The only chatter, like just I had to scroll just, up to see who was typing this because his name is scrolled off the chat. It's just all Doug. <laughs> Doug is disappointed that my Novo is relic, but I'm not, so whatever. It's not up to you, Big Daddy Doug. You know what, Doug? That's right. You, your Patreon donation isn't big enough for us to care about that. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> so what's funny about that Got is him. Doug is 
He's got to be the the highest donator, isn't he? Doug is the, easily, easily the highest the donator highest by like by a yeah, wide margin, like an order of like an order of magnitude higher. <laughs> He's basically trying to buy the show. He's trying to get a seat on you know this executive producer's He's gonna be a, club thing. He took that to the next level, and he was like, "I'm going to be sitting on the board by the end of the year." Are we about to get an email that Doug has updated his pledge to three thousand dollars a month? <laughs> He's gonna go totally Elon Musk on this. He's just gonna backdoor buy us out. He's gonna buy. He's gonna buy out the tone control. <laughs> I'm gonna get rid of oh, all of the spam in the tone control podcast. No more talking about floors. No more talking about babies. It's all guitars from here out. <laughs> anyway, the Novo rules. I love it. Um, you can get them in. Super light relic, which is just finish checking and like patinaed <laughs> hardware. Sorry, I'm not laughing. Uh, you can get that. It's still it's still <laughs> happening downstairs. Okay. Oh, okay. You can get yeah the super light. You can get light, which is what I got, or medium, and that's where they stop. So they're not doing like the totally blown out crazy heavy relics. They refuse to tear the jeans. Like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I know some people are like have a thing about relic guitars, but here's here's the pro tip on that: don't buy one. <laughs> Wow. So <laughs> I have I have two relic guitars now. Um pre-relic, I should say, and I love them both dearly. So fuck you. Yeah. Um here's the here here's the the other thing. Here's the other thing about that. Uh they look cool. So they look cool as shit. It, so yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> this guitar feels more like wood than any other guitar I own. By like an enormous margin. So my MJT and my Les Paul both have a really thin nitro finish. And like they feel woody. And I noticed that right when I got them, they feel very thin and like um, responsive and like you're really touching the wood. This is completely different. This is like from another planet in in a different category. It feels so like because you can feel the grain and you can just tell the, the clear coat on it is razor thin it is as thin as possible for them to like ship it as a guitar you know yeah so it'll it's gonna start um it's gonna start wearing out like quick and and it's gonna i mean it's got such that that relief i mean i think it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be one of the coolest things to start wearing out too because it's gonna have that so yeah texture relief so when they there is no finish underneath haha they uh, <laughs> there's a big <laughs> I mean, conversation just, in just Discord. a different color this, underneath the red <laughs> Well, there was a big conversation in Discord about finish over finish options because uh, CME is doing something about that. So you can get that, but no. So like, because of the grain, like you see this big, like kind of. I don't know if I can get it in the light very well here, but like in the, it's the highest know, like part a big of the cut grain, of, right there. Yeah, yeah. And when you do get those finish over finish options from them, they exploit that, and it kind of like ages not unevenly, but like it, mm-hmm. it uses that grain feature. To like, it almost looks like it's like blooming out, kind of. It's really cool. Okay. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like if you're doing like a like a glaze on cabinets or something like that, that's what you're trying to do often is is relief. You're trying to create relief in the texture, right? So they would basically be like rubbing the 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 glaze is like a darker color, and they're basically rubbing Mm -hmm. it in and then rubbing it back off, and it stays into the deepest parts of the texture. Um, So, like. That's what I'm picturing, right? When this thing starts to wear off, or if you had like a double-layered finish, right? You'd have part of it would mm-hmm. start to wear off, and then you'd have the grain would still have the other thing. But really, you'd have to go so far with it before it would have that kind of 
look to it, it would it would look kind of crazy. Yeah, they're talking about um, people thinking that I gig because my guitar looks so beaten. I mean, I I did. I only recently stopped gigging, so there's that. But like, this guitar isn't that beaten. Yeah, I don't think you could really say. Yeah. And, you know, through through the fuzziness of Discord chat right now, I don't think you'd know that this is relic. <laughs> I mean, I had to tell you, but I didn't, also I didn't know. Like, yeah, and. Um, Eric is saying that his guitars don't wear like this, but they're also, if I'm not mistaken, finished in poly, which is not going to age. So yeah, those are the material, the modern materials that are. Yeah, my my Strat is 20 years old, and it it looks brand new, like it's not going to age. It'll have scratches and stuff in it, but like it's yeah, you could chip you if know. you actually hit it, but it's not just yeah. going to it's not just going to check on you. And I mean, that's why they switched to those materials. They were trying to create something durable. Oh yeah, because guitars will check within a, like within a year or yeah. or less even. My MJT has plenty of more checking since I got it. That's about, I mean, now it's I guess like eight years old. But within the first two or three years, it looks a lot different than when I first assembled it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, my Les Paul has some like they call it like orange peel. There was like a not a. It's not a checking, but it's it's not like it's kind of like an imperfection in the clear coat, like in the nitro. It has just this like orange skin kind of texture mm, to it. Okay. Um, so there's some of that, um, but yeah. Also, just like for a second, the premium quality of this guitar is like outrageous. It is so good. Mm. It like just objectively relicking paint, all that body shape aside, it's objectively awesome. I love it. Plays really great. Sounds really great. Super lightweight. All the things you want. Everything you want. Yeah. yeah, but your Explorer is a Gibson, which has a nitro finish. So, boom, <laughs> get finished or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so um, there's a there's a bit more news stuff, but um, I think we flip it. I think we do the pedal genie now. And okay. save the I just flipped the notes because I thought we'd do that the other way, but yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think it's better this way, right? Because I think we're yeah. going to have two pedals to zoom through quickly. So, sure. Let's um, let's. I'll leave my guitar on. <laughs> hey guys, listen up. The gift call is cats. The gift call is a cats. classic, and an ancient. Oh my god, classic from the good old days. Here we. Why does that cat have a human Here mouth? Oh. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $22 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $47 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $77 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone, and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. 
Oh my god. It's like that one was budding. Cats, you know. <laughs> it's like that one was budding. I got just so distracted. Cats, such a such a uh, fruitful internet topic. Yeah, no kidding. I think... Um, yeah, Doug wins. Oh god. So we just I, I hope it's not too bad on, on the playback, but sometimes Discord does these updates and I don't know if you guys know this, but Discord, the way the Discord app is written, it's essentially just a Chrome browser window. That's <laughs> and anyway, I and so weird things happen and sometimes they'll do little updates. So I was tracking a lot of encoder lag during that. So it's possible that our video got very choppy through there, and I hope that the audio didn't follow suit. But anyway, all those GIFs were really killing my computer for some reason. I can't <laughs> Good job, help it. everybody. Good job, everybody. You did it. You really the, did the it. The last cat here is Eric's actual cat, which rules. <laughs> Wicked. Awesome. <laughs> Doug, I missed this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, <laughs> she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So Derek has the. I have the Starlight from Crazy Tube Circuits. Starlight, crazy. There it is. This is what are they calling it? It's like a f- a distortion fuzz, fuzz distortion. If you ever needed a smooth and liquid fuzz distortion made for soloing, then this is the pedal for you. Yeah, I okay. Combining JFET and MOSFET gain stages, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty simple dirt box. It's got volume, tone, and gain, and then like mm-hmm. a high and low toggle switch, and that's it. And I think it sounds really good. And I'm watching them on Reverb at the moment because I kind of want to maybe see if I can grab one for the cheap. So anyway, um, we're in the rev. Like I said, I'm gonna put all my EQ just at noon. And here's what that sounds like. Okay. All right. Um, And then I'm going to put gain and tone at noon and the switch in the low mode and then volume just kind of at unity here. Let me bring it down just in case it's crazy. My waveform is like a sausage. Your Discord was just <laughs> eating that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring it down a little bit. Can I get some big verb on that? Not at the moment, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Bring a tone up. This is the low gain option. Is Discord just chewing that up? Uh, yeah, it's really trying to get rid okay. of it. It basically sees that <laughs> as a horrible sound that it wants to get rid of. <laughs> okay. I'll play it just like I'll switch it up a little bit more for the actual episode. And yeah, the, can I the, change that on my end? Can I can I do anything about that? Um, I think we already have noise reduction and uh, 
stuff turned off when we record this show, so I don't think you can, but... Uh, noise reduction. Yeah. 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 It is, yeah. Okay, well, it's you'll fine. hear it in it's the, uh, yeah, the actual the, episode feed. The real playback will be better than this. <laughs> yeah. Than the Discord. Um, so let me, I'll just do a few more settings then. This yeah. is up in the high game mode. You know what it is, Derek? Turn some if, knobs. If, you, um, if you give a break and talk between, it comes back. Okay. So it's when it's when you do like more than four chords and you don't talk in between, it starts to go. Mm. That's it, it just like, his background noise. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what's up. Okay. Nice. Back to the low gain option. So I think it sounds really good. I've been getting like kind of. I'm gonna turn it off for a second. I've been getting more into fuzz a little bit lately. Mm-hmm. I have a big muff that I've been experimenting with, and um, some of the fuzzes and helix I've been kind of getting to know a little bit better. And this is doing a cool thing for me where it's like bridging a gap in distortion and fuzz. And like it, it can do like yeah. the Gilmore, the David Gilmore thing of like that. It's just searing, it's mega sustain lead stuff th- that is like a super saturated big muff. Yeah. But it has a different EQ quality. Because it's not a big muff, so right, you know, I can tell I prefer it a lot to a big muff. Here, I'll show that graph. Um, That's cute. Give some chugs in the high gain. Yeah, sure. I'll do my some chugs on my P nineties here. <laughs> <laughs> bring it. Let's bring it all the way. Bring up it here, up. Though. Bring it up. Respectable. Yeah. Bringing the tone way down. I like the tone up. It just grabs on. Yeah, man. Um. Really mid rangey. Uh-huh. It's um, it's a lot of fun. It's like it's like out of control. The gain is like off the charts, but it's it's good. I think yeah. it sounds it sounds awesome through my my one twelve cab, and I just I've really been enjoying just these like big reverbs, big delays, and this thing just like ultra compressed high gain shit. Yeah, but not like chuggy high gain shit. You know, it's cool. Right on, right on. Sounds good. Yeah, dude. It's the Starlight. I think it's 180 new. Um, 170. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's wait. That's euros. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. That's fine. Go. Whatever. Fair so, yeah. It's just <laughs> do do with that as you will. All right. So we're gonna. I've been seeing them used for kind of like 140, 150. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy tube circuits make some really cool stuff. I. They just did that boost that's like all the single knob boosts in one box, which I, I really like. Um, I haven't tried one, but I like the idea of it. Yeah. And they have some other pedals that I know we've talked about in the past on this show. And I've just always thought like these guys are doing a really good job of like good ideas, good like quality of life ideas for pedals that also sound really good. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Sweet. All right, where's my... For some reason, I can't find my tone control pick. Whoa. I have a whole, like, tray of picks here now because, like, I've gone down, like, the pick rabbit hole. Yeah, I... Oh, my God, Justin. What? Play a chord, for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're, um... Nice G, nerd. Fuck you, G. Uh, <laughs> all right, what's up? So I have this guy. I have this guy. This doesn't seem to be made anymore, so we're just showing some store page. Oh, solid gold. Okay. Solid fucking gold. <laughs> oh, shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's up. Uh, solid gold, rosy fuzz. That is not the rosy fuzz. This is... Oh. Speaking of mid-focus, okay, so what's what's going on here? So we've got fuzz, tone, volume, and bias. I think that I think the tone is a switch. Like, I can't tell if the switch is changing the bias or if the switch is changing the tone. Yeah. Um, two oh, way tone look at this. It's toggle. A, yep. So it's a tone bender mark two. Okay. It's a tone bender. So the knob is bias. So it sounded like it. So it, like, it, it's getting squelchier, like kind of like, yeah. you know, it's getting, getting more of that yep. crap. Huh. I, I like I, Eric says he likes tone vendors in the chat. I do too. So my telecaster Isn't really the... likes to have the tone in the left position. I don't know what that means, but it okay. feels a little brighter. Isn't it what? Cool. Uh, I think the fat guy little code is loosely based on a tone bender. Mm -hmm. I'm not totally sure, okay. but um, I do like tone bender circuits. So it says here. Um, That's minimum gain. <laughs> wow. It says here. So it says here. Uh, it uses a combination of JFET stuff for for this, whereas tone benders tend to use germanium transistors, which like lead to a lot of noise and stuff, and they tend to be temperamental. Yeah. So, you know, well, that, that's, that there, makes for I mean, but... Okay, so so that's there's a lot of gain on tap here. It doesn't clean up that much. And mm -hmm. 
Tone on a switch. Hmm. You know, I don't know if that's a problem for a pedal like this. Because what are you, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I need that like three fifths position on the tone. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure about that. I, yeah. I think the bias is almost more important, right? Because it's like how much of that of that sort of like fuzz artifacting do you want? So I'm liking the fuzz like in its lower half because it sounds more like a distortion to me at that point. Yeah, it's not totally out of control. And then it's just kind of a kind of a wild crispy distortion. Yeah, I can I can yeah. you know. I like it. I, th- I think tone benders are cool. They're like if I was going to go fuzz shopping right now, like they would seriously be on the list. Yeah. Like there's a lot of tone benders. Like the Mark One, then there's the One and a Half, which I don't really understand, and the Mark Two, and so on. <laughs> but like, it's the tone bender just feels good under the pick. Like I like it because it feels like you said distortiony rather than fuzz facey or big muff or whatever. You want so, more mid? Uh, sorry, Eric. You're saying you want more? Like this wasn't mid rangey enough for you? Fucking kidding. (laughs) I want I want so little mids that I want to give the mids I have back. I want none mids. Oh he didn't say more mids, he wants no mids. Yeah. Oh, well that's this is not the pedal. This is because that's why I thought it was I I misread your comment. This has so this is only mids. It's only (laughs) mids in this pedal. Absolutely only mids. Doug is saying he likes big muffs more than tone benders. That's totally fine. I think, like to me though, <laughs> big muffs kick him sort up. of right, like whatever, like what you like. I don't care, <laughs> even if that includes non-relics guitars. I guess whatever. <laughs> but um, big muffs. We were sort of talking about this in chat the other day. <laughs> Doug's coming in hot. We were sort of talking about this in chat the other day. That big muff kind of feels like a a different kind of thing, and. I sort of agree. From the and rest I sort of, of don't because Yeah, from yeah. like fuzz face and from tone bender and from like whatever else you might want to throw at it. Big Muff kind of feels uh in a different category. And I think I agree with that. Like it's still by and large a fuzz, but it behaves so differently. Yeah. And it's not as like trashy. It's so woolly and and it's woolly, like, but it still has artifacts. It still has the strange things yeah. that you don't you would never get out of just a pure overdrive. Right. Or distortion, yeah. Um, whatever. I mean, I don't know. You can like more than one thing, you guys. You know that? Is it a fuzz, though? Yes, it's a fuzz. Like, it's a fuzz. What are you talking about? It's a fuzz. The answer to the question is yes. This is not an existential hey, if somebody quandary. if somebody asks you, like, if you were if you were on a desert island, deserted island, sorry, and could be a desert, had, deserted like, to choose, island. It could be whatever. Yeah, you could choose between a clon and a tube screamer. Guess what? You're never going to be in that situation. (laughs) Guess what? If you're on a deserted desert island and you're trying to decide between clones and tube screamers, I think you're doing pretty good. Yeah, you're all right. You have a a pretty... (laughs) You're fine. You found a a pretty fucking great island. Pretty good island, yeah. Let's try to kind of middle everything here. No, see, there's too much bias. I need it like all the way down. So I have, a, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, when I had the Keeley Fuzzbender for like two months, that had a bias control, but all the way at zero was like neutral. Like that was kind of, it, it wasn't okay. It wasn't neutral at noon and then you could under bias it. It yeah. was only the other way. Like it was at zero, it was kind of like 
tuned from the factory to the how they like it. And then you could change it from there. Right. So I wonder if that's kind of going on here. I wonder, because I'm, I'm turning it like all the way down. I wonder if I'm undervolting it or something maybe. Is that is that kind of what's I don't know. going on here? I, I, I don't know. In maybe. my experience with bias controls, like it, when you under bias them, they get really like gated and kind of um, like the bottom falls out. Yeah, I'm not hearing any of that. It just doesn't have the... Yeah. Thing it's like turn it's yeah. like turning that down because um, it doesn't seem to be changing the yeah. gain a whole lot besides just the extra noise and stuff like that. So, so it may not be particularly under biased when it's yeah, down maybe, low. Maybe it could the just range be closer is to really like small. Yeah, you're right. Cool. Hey man, it's uh, it's fuzz week. It's fuzz week here at the tone controls. The the tones control. Um, control that control them tones. You got to get them. I had an overdrive. I had an overdrive with a bias control for a while, and I kept it kind of overbiased a little bit because it had yeah. this like brighter, sparkly thing to it that I really liked. Yeah, um, that was the small sound, big sound mini. Mm-hmm. It was pink, and then I got rid of it. Yeah, because not because of pink. We were fine with pink here at the tone control. No, th- that's not why. Yeah, I, I got rid of it because I realized I didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> after recording a whole album with it. <laughs> I think I've been forgetting to play sounds this episode. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, although we have only you want to hit us with no, like two you know or three. What it is? We haven't. We've only done one thing. Like, oh, okay. that, that's what happened. All right. Um, hey, so thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring yeah. the Tone Control. You guys are the best. We love what you guys are doing, and I love trying out pedals like the Starlight. Um, I'm going to do a live stream for this probably this weekend because it's Labor Day and I'll have an extra day off. That's what I was going to do. Um, so I'll tell you what. To separate these oh, two yeah. items, um, we have the the uh, result of your last live stream, uh, the UA Astra from Universal right. Audio. So this is this cool. is I. Luckily, while my floors were just about done, I happened to think, "Hey, wasn't there a live demo I needed to mix <laughs> for the show tonight?" <laughs> All right, so let's listen to that UA Astra. I forgot about that until now. I was like, oh yeah, I, I remember writing this. Like this is a cool, a cool thing. I've been trying to get into making the drums a little more interesting with uh-huh. the demos. Yeah, lately. I like that one. That was a good one. Yeah. I tried to like keep it quick and then like change up like the kit and stuff a little bit, get a little more customized with it. But yeah. Cool. Nice. The 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 uh the live stream for that is obviously still up. You can go check it out yeah. on our YouTube channel. That's the first real thing I did with the Novo. So you can check that out there. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's uh, that's in live stream form. That's the results there, and those files are up in the folder. So, and uh, Patreon subscribers at the super three dollar and up duper club. Uh, no, the um, super double duper club. The super double duper club, three dollars and up. Have, uh, that is one of the perks. Is there? Those are there, and I'm not sure what embarrassing thing you could make from that, but. It's yours to do. Dude, remix it. Yeah. Turn it into like do a trap remix. Yeah. Also, <laughs> and and if you do that, sorry, um, 
when you do that, also tell us what trap is. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Seriously, if you do something cool with, or not even if it's not cool, if you do something with the, <laughs> hedge, hedge, hedge. <laughs> if you do something with our uh, with our stems, uh, send it in. We want to hear it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now I think we're going to talk about Pat's smear. No, that's not right. Wait, what did I? I got this wrong. Derek, what's going on? Kind of. Uh, item six thirty six. Dave Grohl and Pat Smear. Foo Fighters. Pat Smear's personal nineteen ninety Gretsch White Falcon hollow body electric guitar made in Japan, used by Dave Grohl in the video for the band's nineteen ninety seven single Monkey Wrench, and used by Pat Smear on the color and the shape album recordings, is up for auction. Whoo! That was a mouthful, Derek. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. So I, I threw this in the notes because, like, I don't know if people care about this, but I, I'm always a little interested when I hear about guitar gear that goes up for auction. Yeah. And sort of, like, who gets it and, and you know, why, why is it auctioning? Why is it not just sold and right. that kind of stuff? Um, so this, and it's just a cool guitar. Like, that's it. There's nothing crazy about it. It's just a 1990 MIJ White Falcon. Mm-hmm. But it includes the case and like a whole bunch of like Foo Fighters memorabilia. Like there's Polaroids and photos and and certificates of authenticity and it's just stuff from them doing the color and shape. And I think it's cool. This picture of of it. Of it, yeah, being played by Dave himself. With a fisheye lens there. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, so I, I clicked through this website and... There's a lot. It's a guitar auction site, and they have a lot of stuff, a lot of pedals, amps. Even some, they was like auctioning off John Entwistle's bass strings. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Right, and it's like expected bid forty dollars or, or forty know. pounds because yeah. it's in the U- UK. Uh, okay. But like, I don't know why I'm scrolling you know, through some this, of the, but like estimate uh, fifteen thousand to thirty thousand pounds. Yeah. Bidding is open. Can we see what it's up to? I guess we can't. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. We it's probably like have eBay to. In that sense, we but, probably have to become a real bidder at that point to kind of sign yeah. into it. So, but it's crazy to look through and see some of the stuff and what the estimated yeah. bids are going to be. And they've got things like a, t- a Boss TU three, just just one, not owned by anybody famous or anything. And they're and it's auctioning like estimated it? bid. Yeah, estimated sixty dollars. So this is just okay. eBay. You're right, but it's guitar specific or like music and 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 yeah. Yeah, music specific. So there's like amps and cabinets and speakers and effects and stuff. Huh. But it's it's so it's reverb kind of, but they're also like celebrity, not celebrity, but like you know notable musician focused, and yeah. it's an auction. So reverb doesn't do auctions, but okay. I don't know. It's just and and it's they're really curating what they sell and what they don't sell. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm like looking through, seeing if I see anything cool. And there is a 19 what is it 1990. Three or something like a Marshall Bluesbreaker pedal, mm. which is one of like the coveted right. overdrive pedals, and it's something like estimated to sell for eighty pounds. Mm. But on Reverb, they're selling for like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. So like, how do so, I hmm. how do I buy this <laughs> at auction for eighty bucks, a hundred bucks, <laughs> and then flip it? You know. So wow. I don't know, but anyway, I just wanted to like mention it. I guess there's nothing really else to talk about. It's just a cool guitar. Yeah. Okay. Do you think this is relict? <laughs> no. I think it's real relict. 
<laughs> or whatever the shit. It's it, it's not called relic though if it's real, right? I don't know. What it's do a they call relic. It? Do they call it anything? Do they call it anything? Well, I, that did not turn into be turn out to be the grenade that I thought it was going to be in the. Ch- oh, here we go. It's well loved. All right. <laughs> yeah, white falcons are cool. I like the white penguin too. It was a little smaller. Um, yeah, you know, that's that's whatever. I don't know. I just threw I this like in the notes because I really white needed something penguin. to talk about. I, I like the name white penguin much better. Somebody pull up a link to a white penguin in the chat for me because I don't really feel like doing it. But um, Show I, me I'm going to be honest with you guys. You guys. I threw that in the notes because I needed something to talk about. Well, that's all right because we're here. We are. We've just crossed the hour mark in our recording. So yeah, we're doing great. We're fine it, as as always. Consummate professionals. Well, we get it done. Oh, there's a white penguin in the in the <laughs> chat. So somebody grab me a link to a Gretsch white penguin, please. <laughs> white penguin. There it is. All right. Good job. All right. Everybody. All right. Hey, should we? say our things of the week and then yeah. our patron friends and then go home? We should. We should do that. Everybody's just finding actual penguins. I think they're trolling us, Derek. Can you believe that? Maybe the gift call for next time should be... Oh, there it is. There's the white penguin. Oh, this is weird. Why is it so small? The picture. <laughs> Not the guitar. <laughs> I can't... Why can't I drag that into my browser? I'm not having fun. it's being a turd. Uh, I have a it's thing of the week. Do you want to do a the, sound? It's a gift from Discord. It's like <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a it's gift from the, of it's one from frame. the Discord content distribution network. It won't <laughs> it won't go into the browser. Oh wait, I got the it. Headstock, look how small headstock it does is. look fucking huge. <laughs> Why is it small like this? Why is this image <laughs> tiny in the center of my browser? Hold on. Wait, there it is. Because it's a tiny, teensy, tiny image. It's because it's a, it's a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Okay, um, thing. You guys ready to record an episode? <laughs> what is happening to us? <laughs> the headstock on that guitar is huge. It is like. Is it or like is the guitar? The size. Is the guitar small? Both. <laughs> Why can't it be both? <laughs> Why can't, why can't it be both? I like the inlays on those. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. Um, I, I am not sure if I do. How about a thing of the week okay. is fucking floors. They're great. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> Just so you thing don't have them yeah. anymore. Jeez. Don't take your floors for granted, yeah. people. Holy hell. Holy smokes. <laughs> Episode title, why is it so small? <laughs> <laughs> Joining a town. Okay. Okay. So uh, my your thing, of, thing the week, of the week, we were, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find a nice image for. Here we go. Okay. You, you start uh, my talking. My thing of the week, we were talking about. We were talking about this in in Discord today. Um, AI art, and like this has kind of been in the news a little bit, like art generated by AI and stuff. So is this I've things where you, of, you feed them like a text prompt, right? You feed this. You this give it like algorithm. yeah, and, and correct, and it gives it. It's it, it creates art or it creates an image for you based mm-hmm. on your input. And I found one that is a, it's a bot that is running in a discord server and it's called mid journey. I think I spelled it wrong, but um, let me just double check. Yeah. Mid journey, one word, M I D J O U R N E Y. Yeah. And the, the way it works is that you go into a channel and you just like, there's a slash command and you type, imagine 
blank. And then you just give it whatever. Yeah. And it, it in the chat, responds to you and you can watch it create the art. Yeah. And it starts at 0% and then it like ticks up slowly, refreshing the image every time. And then it like at mentions you and says, here's your image. And then it gives you a, like a two by two of four <laughs> images. And it, it's, it's crazy. Like, I don't know how it works. I'm not going to try to, you know, explain what's going on, but it, it does. It like searches. It's, it's amazing to watch for those words yeah. and then finds images that are related to them and then analyzes what's the same about them or something. Right. And but then you there's can special also, magic in there. There's special magic, but you can also do stuff like say, you know, so and so with glasses, right? And it knows yeah. to like make make a person and then add something to them instead right. of just like a, a Google image search. So, so, and you can give it really conceptual things too. Yeah. So it's it's doing all of this in the background and it just spits it back out. So you get these four images up, and then you can choose to either try again, like like just start over, start try from fresh. scratch. Okay. Yep. Or you can choose like. Give me a high res version of number three. Like it'll just give you like a, a 1024 res version. Nice. Uh, or you can choose one of the four and say, now make art based on this one. And you can sort of like um not daisy chain it, but you can like feed it along. And so you give it a prompt, it makes the four images, then you pick like, okay, make try again, but f- using image number two. Uh, and then it'll give you four more and and you can like iterates. keep going down it'll right yeah. that's the word yeah you can iterate over and over and over and so while i was in there today kicking around somebody was iterating um what was it a dead shark in the street at sunrise <clears throat> with traffic lights in the background like, what the over fuck? Over and over and over. And they over were, and over so then they, and over. When it came yeah. up with four it, they would pick one and say iterate that one. Yeah, the and then thing. just over and over and over, and then like increase resolution, in, and then adding things like oil painting, realism, photorealistic, like all of these art styles and stuff, <laughs> and it just does it. And it's that's awesome. <laughs> you can do anything, and and I was like, so what? Derek tell and Justin me from the Tone Control podcast. So is that what you type? <laughs> tell me what you typed. Yeah, Derek I typed and Justin Derek and, from the Tone Control from the Tone Control podcast. Yeah, and it made this. And here we are. This is us. <laughs> and I, I searched like guitar podcast, podcast about guitars. Not searched. I'm sorry. I told it to make images on these things. Yeah. And what else? Um, like I don't know podcaster. which one of us is which in yeah. any of these four images, but I love them. Yeah. Podcaster with glasses and beard talking about guitars, right? Like, and that would always produce something kind of weird. Or yeah. And then somebody would swoop in and be like, banana eating grass. <laughs> <laughs> Grass eating banana. Ha <laughs> 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 So anyway, so, look into so this obviously AI we, art stuff. we picked this one. Yeah. Um, so that's my that's my picture so in you, Discord right you now. You changed the <laughs> picture of this. Is is which one did you use? Are you left or right? I, I went with I went with the left. Okay, so I'll I'll snip out the right and make that my avatar <laughs> in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so stupid, but I think I love They're so this. stupid. I think like I yeah. think I want to like rebrand my whole Twitch based on this. I'm just gonna have it feed based off on itself for a yeah. while for and come up with something <laughs> totally new and different. Because oh yeah. man, I love this. These these image these beings are your potterators. You know, like these are 
This is these me. This is Justin. Beings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, check out the Discord thing. Uh, it's it's a cool way to do it because there's this whole like support community too. And and they are, it is not free. Like you can do 25 um, runs for free and then you have to subscribe. Okay. So I, I'm not going to do that. But like for $10 a month, you get 200 submissions. So you could pay 10 bucks and like be good for a little while. Yeah. But it is a really quick way. You go through 25 in no time as you start to figure out like right. wh- how it works and what it maybe does better at. So really fun. It's called Mid Journey. Um, there'll be a link to the Discord server in our show notes and all of that. So yeah. Fantastic. There was some fun going on. Like people in our Discord have funny names right now. So there's Disco Assassin, there's Big Daddy Doug, there's right. a bitchy porcupine. So, you know, I threw those in there, and of course, it made all of them for us. <laughs> and quite accurately. Or not. Quite accurate. I'm not Disco sure. Assassin. I'm not sure. Yeah. Disco Assassin came out really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I put in my own username, which was a very weird thing. Like, what does this AI think I am? Yeah. So. I'm not going to give it away, but like, go go experiment with that kind of shit. Just put your name in, right? Put your your actual name, your not actual name. Yeah, yeah. Ah, nice, nice. I like it. Hey, all right. Um, well, everybody, uh, thanks for listening to my bullshit for like an hour, and also for joining us on the tone control. Do you think it's in a it's in a public Git? I doubt it. GitHub, yeah, and they wouldn't be selling it if it was. Just go to the go to the server. I'll post a link in yeah. the chat right now. Yeah. So, uh, right. So, Mid Journey. Yeah, you can find it. It's everywhere. By the way, I've seen like there's like a every Discord server I'm in has a, a link to this. Everybody's right now. talking yeah. about it. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the going thing uh, for good reason. Yeah, there's almost a million members in that server. So, Jesus. There's anyway. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's it. That's it for the tone control. See ya. Or uh, anyway, oh. so you can what? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, the patrons. Oh, the patrons. Uh, yeah. So please do join us in Discord, and that's discord.io/slash/tonecontrol. And if you want to support the show, you can do that at patreon.com/slash/thetonecontrol. And we thank you very much. There is a bunch of tiers and different rewards. Um, we're going to be having uh, our first like hangout thing. Did we pick a date for that yet? No, we didn't because I wanted to make sure you were like all clear on the floors thing. Yeah, I didn't want to bug you about it. I didn't know how how that was going. <laughs> no, but so so yeah, we we threw out a few dates and hopefully they will be they will basically we what I wanted was for everybody all the patrons um, to kind of say like these are the dates that would work for me and then like. And don't don't pick just your favorite, like you know what I mean. Like pick the ones that you could actually have fun, be able to attend and have fun, and then um, the most people that can be there. Um, and would try to always have like a weekend option and a not weekend option and stuff like that. And so we'll see how this shakes so, out. This yeah. is the first one. And there is a poll in Patreon right now for like what works best: weekday nights, weekday or weekend days, that kind of thing. Right. And so only two of you have voted. Thank you for your two votes. But so far, it's a landslide with weekday nights. Right, right. Okay, which is fine, which is fine. Um, but anyway, please, uh, uh, supporters of the show, please go on Patreon and and take uh, uh, issue us your votes so that we can know what to do about that. And and that's that's it. All that's left is for me to thank the gracious patrons, and so I shall. Uh, those are Nick Greenwood, 
Carson Ricketts, Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Wolf, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King. I know, I know, Eric. Uh, <laughs> Big Daddy Doug, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, <laughs> Disco Assassin, Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast, <laughs> Mako Guitars, Andrew Walsh of Andrew's Alcove, Doug Chris of 37FX, Sean Wright of Lollygagger FX. Kabam, kabam. That's Big Dick Daddy Doug to you. There, I will say it. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all so much. Um, it's been real. What can I say? And see you next time, I guess. Uh, see ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.